Welcome to Kinder Things. I'm your host, Mike Shaw, and on this podcast, we're embarking on a journey to get a glimpse into the wondrous world of kindness. I'm as excited as you are to meet new guests, hear their stories, and learn from their insights. Just trying to make this podcast a platform for the little things, because that's where we see the real magic of life at work. Thanks for listening. Today we are going to meet a true cosmic wizard, one of my dearest friends on the planet, Colin Francesetto. Colin and I played in a band together for seven years called This Day Forward. Now he plays guitar in one of my favorite rock bands on the planet, Circus Survive. He's also an incredible artist. Please check out his website, www.colinfrangicetto.com. That's C-O-L-I-N-F-R-A-N-G-I-C-E-T-T-O.com. You can get original pieces, prints, or even assorted apparel in his web store. Half of my wardrobe are shirts made by Colin, and I always get compliments or comments on whenever I wear them. He's so generous with his time, energy, and his voice, and he's become like a brother to me over the years. Hey, Colin. Yo. Yo, thank <laughs> you so much for uh, for being here today. And it's funny, um, right before we ju- just now... Uh, the studio cat just came out and I just met the studio cat. So <laughs> yeah, Oliver's here hanging out. Love it. Us. That's Oliver with two L's. <laughs> Perfect. And you and I both like adopted brothers from the same litter at back in 2009, you adopted Campbell and I adopted Orion, two beautiful gray cats. Mm-hmm. And last year, last May, uh, Orion, unfortunately passed away and you know it was just very difficult time for me for sure he was like spirit companion of sorts Mm -hmm. and uh and you sent me this little bonsai tree and i seriously still can't thank you enough it was just such a thoughtful kind uh healing gesture i set the tree on his favorite window ledge i would just one of my favorite things in life would just be waking up at 2, 3 a.m. and seeing Orion's silhouette in the window and just kind of like surveying the field. And sometimes the moon would be there. And I don't know, it just would bring me so much joy, you know, seeing my little little gray bud hanging out by the window. And so I set um, your, the bonsai tree that you sent me on his uh, little ledge right in front of his ashes and a toy, just set up this little shrine for him. And really helped give me closure for, um, you know, for that period of grieving and mourning. So, mm-hmm. yeah, just wanted to say thank you while we're on the subject of kindness. <laughs> would pass the mic to you and the floor to you. <laughs> well, you're very welcome. And that makes me so happy to know that. There was a cycle that played out with that. And um, I think you are actually, you know... You're, you're one of the first people that I started paying this forward to, but essentially uh, when, when I lost 
my my cat Jake, uh, who was a he was a blind cat. He was a a really intensely unique um, animal and and just really oh your yeah your painting buddy yeah he oh. he was such a, a very special companion to me and losing him when we did was like really it was a shock and kind of came out of nowhere and I wasn't prepared for it at all and it sort of devastated me and. Uh, when that happened, um, the band sent me and my ex-wife at the time sent us a bonsai and it was, and it was, um, no way. it like immediately just made me just, I cried my eyes out, but like in the best way, because it was like, it was like the first time I felt, um, sort of a sense of acceptance and instantly helped me zoom out into the larger cycle of life and how, and just how all these relationships and entanglements, and they're really not bound by time. And that like, yeah, whatever moments you get with, with, with someone or with a, with a, you know, familiar, um, you should feel lucky and, and that that's what it did for me it was like yeah it it helped it helped to to know that someone understood that i was in pain and needed something but it i think it was deeper than that it wasn't just like flowers to like watch you know die right in front of you and then throw away it was this thing that you could kind of keep and it would go on living um, and nurture and care for and yeah. watch it grow. Yeah. Yeah. So it really, it really was extremely healing for me and I never forgot it. And anytime, um, anytime anyone that I, that I know, or even, you know, I'd say it, it really did start with the band. The band became, that became our go-to thing whenever anyone we knew, um, lost someone or, um, or a companion like that, um, we would send a bonsai tree. The band pretty much, we, we do it for very close people, but I just started doing it. Uh, I just started kind of opening it up to just any anyone I would witness that I had a connection to. Um, and obviously, you know, you and I are very close, but there's, there's people that I've sent bonsais to now that I wasn't really that close with, but I could just... Uh, you know where they're at and that mm-hmm. I know yeah, the pain that pain I can tap right back into it right now you know it's like gotcha. it, it never goes away it's right there but I think it's beautiful it's not it's not a thing that I you know it's not this dark memory I know some people that maybe you know grieving is a very personal thing and everyone goes through it in a very different way and you know, there are a lot of people that I think have a tough time looking back on, you know, that pain. They want to just pretend like it never happened. They want to stuff it down and kind of just um, put it in a box somewhere. But yeah, um, for me, that's actually kind of like my daily inspiration is that that pain, because I think that pain represents this really beautiful thing that is this gift that we have here together and that that all roads lead to that 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 pain um sure if you're for sure if you're here so 
the bonsais have just been this way of me um, being able to um, kind of reach out to, to whoever and just being like, I understand and it's okay. Yeah, and I mean, not even just with the bonsais, but just such a good gift giver and you're very generous with your time, your energy, um, your voice. And you even had a, a quote that you had posted uh, that really resonated. It was like, in giving, you're releasing control mm-hmm. and you're, then a new intelligence kind of arrives. That's when synchronicities start to happen, when you create that space, when you're release control, when you're letting go. And maybe that's why, you know, this pat this year has been so swirly with all the little um, synchronicities with you. It's just like, you know, that's like kind of like your return gift for being so open and giving all the time, you know? Ooh, yeah. That's a that's actually um that's a Charles Eisenstein quote that I remember nice. I, I posted up on there. Um and he's uh he's brilliant and I think that he's so onto something with that. When I when I heard him say that, I literally had to rewind it like five times so I could get the wording right. It's so good. Because <laughs> yeah. it really did um, shake me and make me realize that it's true that, you know, you know, we spend most of our daily lives trying to control what's happening around us and control our environment and control, you know, situations. But it really is when you let go of that control and you just sort of, um, you know, yeah, giving is a way of letting go of control 100%. And, and, you will see the magic really crank up once you let go of control. And yeah, I love that. Cool. And (laughs) so on the subject of kinder things, I was just curious what you had in mind to talk about. You know, the bonsais were definitely something that I thought about, um, because Beat it, you to it. <laughs> yeah, 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 you definitely <laughs> did. Uh, uh, very well done. Um, I think, um, you know, I've been a witness to um, a, a plethora of kindness, um, kindnesses, and um, I like to, I like to sort of egg people on and encourage it. I like to watch it blossom out and, you know, because I think in this day and age, we're very, well, it's, it's easy to feel helpless and it's, and it's easy to feel like you are insignificant and that everything you do makes no, you know, no difference. Um, for sure. And, um, I think I like to encourage people to recognize their agency when it comes to kindness and when it comes to how you affect, um, you know, when you affect one person's day, um, it's not just that person's day, you know, you, you can just so easily see how, um, you know, one person's kind to one person, then that person is in a better mood because of that. They're feeling Dude, seen, they're seeing, they're feeling loved, and then they go, the they want to do that. Yes. For sure. It happened yesterday. I was, um, I had to go to get um, bread at the store, um, the restaurant I work at, and just needed one loaf of bread. Cat, uh, cashier, um, she was waiting for like, she needed two tens for a 20, like, so she was waiting for management. 
And I was like, oh no, here you go. I have, I have two tens on me. And then just simple transaction. She gave me a $20 bill, two tens. And uh, she responded with, love you. <laughs> I, I like lit up. Uh, I was like, right back at you. And uh, <laughs> dude, uh, seriously, That's that what... little, like just a stranger, like a cashier mm. telling, saying love you. Yeah. I don't know. Just like my energy was so much different and the you know the last four hours of the shift was just so much more vibrant, like more engaging, and it was just that little tiny little seed, um, you know, half a millisecond, <laughs> however long it takes to say love you to a, a random stranger. Oh, <laughs> that's so that's so beautiful. I yeah. that's uh, that's really perfect. I I've I've actually in the past um, like accidentally said said I love you to people just because I was like not paying attention to who I was talking to or maybe like I just got off the phone with you know yeah, uh, with Sarah yeah. or something and you I'm let just one out. yeah you're just in that and then it just <laughs> flows out and then it just and then it just you know there's sort of this giggle for a second but um, yeah. you know yeah. it really has um, kind of over the last few years I've I've uh, I've sort of ramped up the amount of people I say I love you too um, For sure, I say it. I say it quite a bit, and um, I can tell that sometimes new friendships and stuff. Um, the it it's like it's welcomed when I say it, um, yeah. and I never, you know, I, I never care if it's reciprocated whatsoever. Um, but it's always interesting to just see how certain <laughs> people are really quick to say it back, and other people are just sort of like almost in shock for a second. That, yeah, it was, it that it was said because the... they have to like do an inventory of like oh my god this person just said they, <laughs> they love me like do I love them like whoa. Um, whoa and I sort of love that moment where they have to take that inventory they got to process it for yeah. a second that's <laughs> yeah. so funny <laughs> um, but cool. I, you know I was like thinking about how you know um, I think you had mentioned like you know the the blanket uh, giveaway I, I I did yeah. um, when we were talking the other day and you know that was a really <laughs> explosion <laughs> yeah. of just it was like a karma bomb it's yeah so like so just being like here I uh you know and it kind of started ironically uh my friend Jeff um he, he he's a he's a do-gooder and always um always has you know just this generosity t- to him and has um helped me as an artist over the years. Um, he's been one of like the agents of the universe that would like just pop up randomly when I'd be like, you know, my last hundred dollars and kind of feeling freaked out or something. And then all of a sudden I'd get an email from Jeff being like, Hey, I think I want to commission another painting. And, nice. you know, and I, um, it would always just be this perfect timing and cool. And over the years, developed a, a good friendship with him and um and so randomly he was like hey so my friend um really loves this blanket or whatever and I want to surprise him or whatever and so he wound up buying one of my blankets and having it sent to his friend and his friend was like just so like filled with joy by it that he then sent me the exact same amount on PayPal for another blanket and was like, Hey, I just paid for another blanket, but I want you to just give it away to somebody. And, wow. And that's uh, how it started. Yeah. 
And That's so cool. And when he did that, I was like, well, okay. Um, I'll, I'll also take, take another one and, uh, and eat the cost of that. And then we'll make it two blankets. And yeah, so, um, so <laughs> yeah, so then just doing a, uh, this little giveaway and I, I, you know, made the mistake of being like, um, you know, kind of let me know the things you do for other people. Um, and, and you can nominate other people as well. And yeah. I, and I just got flooded with so many people, um, Dang. just all these amazing examples. I couldn't believe how many were just so how do you good. Choose two, you can't. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't. <laughs> well, yeah, and the 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 irony is that like I I really kind of fucked myself. I wound up really having to like <laughs> like I I had to like apologize and be like I'm. It's gonna take me a little bit of time because I'm like how do oh, I, I how do I pick here and filter through these yeah, yeah. and then so um, at the end of it um, it wound up being like a couple months later. Because I essentially just decided, I broke down like, all right, forget it. I'm just gonna send out like 50 packages, and like wound yeah, up, I wound dang. up picking like you know, I don't know, upwards of like you know, high 40s amount of people, um, and just started sending, you know, not blankets to everybody, but um, just all kinds of little like goodies for me. Yeah, it doesn't matter, like. Imagine the guitarist for at the drive-in when we were young. If like he were to do something like that, and like you or I or any any of the guys from this day forward, like won that and won like even if it was an at the drive-in sticker from like telling him something like kind that we did, mm-hmm. I, we would just be you know the I don't know just the ripple that that creates. Uh, mm, that's a great word, ripple. And yeah. I, I'm sure Sarah will talk to you about that when you guys talk because oh, that's something. She's a ripplist. Oh, oh yes. Um, <laughs> she's kind of has this term. She always talks about, um, you know, being a loving ripple. And nice. And that's like her kind of like her goal or mantra or whatever. Um, but I love that because it, and that really kind of, um, um, you know, it really does resonate with like, the nature of kind acts because they do like really ripple out and have a, an intense um, effect on not just the immediate present moment, but um, it can really just stretch out. Yeah. And you, and that's the thing with kindness is, you know, back to the Eisenstein quote is like, you're releasing it control. It's like mm-hmm. it, you're just giving and then it just opens up that, higher intelligence, that space to really let things grow, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and this is something I've, I've talked about a little bit recently. Um, but you know, many years ago I sort of tried to retrain my intuition, um, and basically make my, my default response to when I feel scarcity, when I feel, when I feel like I'm, I'm lacking and like, I don't have enough, like I'm, Mm -hmm. like I'm running out of funds or like, I don't have enough attention or I don't have enough people like, um, you know, helping me like promote me or whatever it is, whenever I'm feeling like that scarcity, I have like retrained the muscle to rather than kind of have this behavior where you're, where you start sort of, um, 
you know, like shelling and yeah. hoarding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or getting resentful, uh, or hoarding your your love, like hoarding yeah. your hoarding that your energy. That, your yeah, time. yeah, not saying it to the stranger, not smiling at people, um, sort of becoming protective and feeling like, oh well, all I got is all I got, you know, and I gotta hold on to it and protect it. Um, yeah. my, my reflex now is to give more instantly, even when I have very little, when I feel like I don't, you know, when I feel like I need money, like my first instinct now is to give it, give what I have nice. left, so, you know, yeah. to somebody else that needs it more. And, um, you know, you'll have enough. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that really is the idea. And I know that a lot of people may think that that's very like wooey or very like, you know, um, I don't know, um, naive. I, I think it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's just a principle I've found to really never fail me. Um, nice. So, yeah, it's not about the expectation of like someone responded, um, before when I said something about this saying, yeah, we all like to like test God or the universe, but ultimately, you know, when, when it rips you off and doesn't pay you back, then it leaves you bitter or whatever. And I was just like, no, this isn't about, um, my belief that I'll get instantly paid back by God or the universe. It's, it's that I know that the mindset of scarcity only produces more, uh, more thoughts of scarcity and that, yeah. and that you don't, you don't bring in what you don't attract what you want by being in that mindset and all the behaviors that come along with that. Um, Ooh, good teaching. Yeah. Good teaching. Thanks for sharing that <laughs> for sure. Of course. <laughs> I always do pick one song for the guest just to for them to listen to either today, tomorrow. Um, and I know you probably have heard this song, but maybe you haven't have visited recently. It's uh, it's called Cellophane, and it's by FKA Twigs. Oh, beautiful. Have you, have you heard that? Absolutely, that yes. Song? All right, all right. It's been a bit, though. That. Cool. It's just, I listened to it this morning, and I was just like, cool. That's Colin's song. It's just so beautiful. Uh, Anthony actually guided me to that song, and then... Um, I just became obsessed with it, you know, just listened to it like 20 times in a row. And uh, so, yeah, that's your song for the day. And in closing, I do just need you to pick a number between 11 and 320. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> 11 and 320. Huh? Uh, I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to go with the first one that popped in my head, which is 23. Cool. <laughs> Let me flip. I have this. I found this pocket book of kindness at um, Barnes and Noble, and um, I just I'm gonna flip to page twenty three and see what quote is on there. It's it's a quote by Herbert H. Humphrey, and it is: "Compassion is not weakness, and concern for the unfortunate is not socialism." Mm. Okay, I love All right. love it. Thanks. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Cool. <laughs> cool. Well, thank you so much again for the t spending the time, man. Absolutely. My pleasure. This is awesome. All right. Love you, man. Love you, too. All right. See Catch up soon. All right. Bye. 
thank you once again for listening to this episode of Kinder Things. Hope you've enjoyed the time spent. If you ever feel so inclined to share a story or would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out to kinderthingspodcast at gmail.com or message me on Instagram at kinderthingspodcast. Have a great night.